What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, bringing out what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. We got a special episode today. We got Jack Lou from Magic Eden, the actual CEO, not Shrimp, and co-founder of Magic Eden, to break down everything that's been going on with the ecosystem. Why are we thumbs down? I'm the fucking Why CEO. Thumbs down? The fuck you mean? No, no, Jack is here. Jack is here, okay? We're actually going to talk about everything that they're working on, and I'm excited about it, all right? No more shit coins from you. But buddy, oh, oh that's, you that's a lie. Okay, okay, that's fun. That's fun. Bunny, how are you? Fan-fucking-tastic, man. How are you? I'm kind of tired. I'm not going to lie. A little sleepy. Me too. I know. Your space was good last night, dude. You crushed it. Oh, you crushed it, dude. No, I was just mad at Clemente, dude. I was Very pissed. mad at Clemente. Why was he up there, dude? He needed to be working. I mean, I, <laughs> he has to be working all the time. Dude, twenty four seven. He was only there we, for like we, twenty minutes. We don't underpay him for him not to be working. Like a little bit crazy, absolutely crazy. There are a couple things I want to talk about first, but I do want to dive into the conversation with Magic Eden basically right away because it's the hot button topic. Everyone wants to know what's going on with the past, present, the future. What's up with these rewards? How do people get diamonds, all the good stuff? But we do have to talk about a couple key things first. We got Mochaverse announcing their Mocha token. Jupiter launching when today. Pudgy Penguins reporting 750,000 toys sold across seven months. Nine retailers and 55,000 Pudgy World accounts. And Bitcoin is looking strong, man. Bitcoin is looking really, really strong. So I'm excited about it. Market seems like it's coming back. Market seems like at the absolute pico bottom. Of $80 Solana, we are so back. So I'm excited about it all. But, uh, you know, Shrimp, your hands up. What's what's up, King? Oh, damn. I just I didn't think you were going to call me this early. Uh, I just I just wanted to be known. Uh, I woke up again. Dick is still fully out. Fully oh, out. It's okay. Fully out, man. Oh, dude. I just, I'm going to be insufferable easy when this shit goes where it's going. How high? How high? Oh, How high? Dude, I, 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 think, I think it's got at least, before FOMO kicks in, a hundred mil at least, and then FOMO kicks in, and we go parabolic. That that's my game plan right now. A hundred mil before parabolic. Yes, a hundred mil before parabolic. That is that is currently my thesis. Uh, I have nothing to back it. That's just uh, my gut, and my gut has lied to me before, but I just don't think it's lying this time. Okay, that's that was a crazy set of sentences. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. That was a little bit. A little bit well, of a... Just, just know that the, the dick is fully out, and you should be too. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just glad we have both the official and unofficial CEO on Spaces today for Magic Eden. But honestly, the main thing I want to talk about is what's been going on. So we're going to dive into it here. But first, T-Flow, what's going on? Uh, just taking a shower at a normal time, like a, like a real T-Flow. See, now this, this is acceptable. I just got out of the shower, T-Flow. This is acceptable to be in the shower. Yeah, getting ready for work. That's what you do. Yo, uh, real quick, um, the Orphans, you know, uh, Barrow's project, they they, yeah. got, they got that raffle going on right now. It's open for about another four hours. It's like 0.035 for a ticket. After, like, you don't win, if that's because you're probably not going to win, you can then burn those for, like, 0.014. So 0.02 basically is what a ticket is. Max 10 tickets. They've already sold over 40,000. So it's like 125 oh, yeah. k in sales. The interest is art is definitely there. It's a no brainer to drop like what's that, eighteen bucks for your chance to mint an orphan. So check that out. 
I've been seeing those. How, what's the supply on those? Uh, pretty low. I, I forget. I don't know. I'm in the shower. I can't look anything up right now. Nah, totally fine. Let's hit NB real quick. NB, what's going on? Yeah, a lot going on in the world of art. We had a, a Fidenza sale this week for 69 ETH. Ton of grifters were flying. Highlight of 12.5 ETH. Uh, today, in terms of mint, there's uh, Machines of Weather Time by Bado. That's on Super Rare. And there's Nam June Punk by Piv. That's over on Foundation. And then Jack, I'm, I'm very excited. I don't know if your co other co-founder told you Z Magic, but the last time I was in a space with him, we had a very promising conversation about a painting with paws initiative at Magic Eden. So I, I hope that's something we see in the near future. Um, and if you're not aware of that, shame on him. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. Thanks. Okay. Painting thank with you, paws. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Great. Uh, Bad oh, brothers. What's going on? That sounds really exciting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, TLDR, we were going to have Magic Eden buy a zoo and get the animals to mint art on Magic Eden. And we'll have a Genesis oh, dude, collection. They could have saved Harambe. What they still can. There's a promising future ahead of Magic Eden. Let's go back to Easy in the studio. Thanks. Thanks, Sunby, for being on the streets. Uh, I, I don't think Magic Eden's going to buy a zoo. Bad Brothers, what's going on? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm having a great week. Uh, got the, uh, what do you call it? Got the Quantum Cat whitelist. A uh, bunch of corporate journalists are getting laid off. Uh, got these things called memory blocks, which are definitely the fidenzas of Bitcoin because uh, I got one. So, um, you know, that's probably why. Um, other than that, uh, OMB hit under 100 listed yesterday um, because, you know, collectors collect. We're going to keep collecting these OMBs. And uh, yeah, man, the Bitcoin uh, side, we're just, you know, we're chilling along, we're vibing, and uh, we're making money. So, uh, can't complain. All right, well, that was a whole lot of nothing. Let's dive into the conversation with Magic Eden. Jack, how are you today? Yeah, very well, GM, GM. Uh, I'm really glad we have both CEOs of Magic Eden. <laughs> yeah, so really nice to connect uh, with Shrimp. <laughs> I've seen you on Twitter. I know, man. Actually, You've been ignoring and dodging my calls, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. That's Dude, crazy. I mean, we... We have three CEOs at Magic Eden, right? Chafu Monkey is also... Chafu Monkey is actually my CEO. So, you know, like, he's the one that's dodging your calls, dude. I'm, I'm, I've been trying. I've been trying to get through to him. Hyper-verticalized, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's certainly something. All right, let's just dive right into it. Jack, I want to start covering and discussing what... It, like, there's been a lot out of the Magic Eden side of things over the last few days here. A ton of announcements a ton of major moves and things happening across the Solana ecosystem specifically and highlighting some of these other ecosystems. I mean, the first thing that I know people want to know is what's, what's going on with diamonds. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to talk about it. Um, I really, uh, really happy to have a chance to get on this space. Um, yeah. So I think like, you know, the short story of diamonds actually started a long time ago. I think we actually Last year, 2023, Imagine, we really spent a lot of time like putting together a lot of building blocks, like keeping things a, a bit low-key, but really grinding away. One of the things um, we talk talked about for the team, um, maybe this was around Q2, early Q2 last year, I said, hey, hey like this bear market is pretty deep. Uh, it's an opportunity. And the opportunity is really, it's like, where do we want to be by... 
end of the bed. I don't know if it's just so we actually, yeah, no, no, me too. put together no, a lot of, had to, uh, uh, it took a long time to, to put in place. So I think ecosystems are all chains. And we fundamentally believe that, you know, from very, very imagine Eden that, hey, the marketplace that can serve the broadest, that would be a, a very timeless strat that can live the, all the ups and downs of. So that was one. And in 2023, we had to put in a lot of work uh, to put that in place. Like, launching on ordinals, improving our own services on Sol, uh, but then also doing these partnerships to set up for us for success on ETH. And then the second thing in 23 um, that we put a lot of time into is the wallet. Um, and fundamentally, and this is all kind of leading to diamonds, um, but fundamentally, like one of the issues we saw in 23 was, man, like on Magic Eden, if you want to use Magic Eden across all the chains, you effectively have to use three wallets. Right, like uh, Phantom for Solve. Most most ETH and EVM users use MetaMask or Coinbase Wallet, and then there are uh, a bunch of new really cool wallets, Xverse and so on, on, on uh, for for Bitcoin. But really, like over the next, I would say over the next five years, ten years, Magic Eden, we are going to onboard ten more chains, twenty more chains, and we cannot force our own users to have to download like three, four, five, six wallets just to experience the full range of our content across the marketplace. And really, we wanted to offer something that's very, very seamless. So we went together like, and put together this, um, this project to build our own wallet. And the wallet has some really fundamental features around you know, help that, you know, allowing users to swap Bitcoin into Sol in a non-custodial way, swap like Sol into ETH in a non-custodial way, all of that to help this, uh, you know, the cross-chain experience. And later on with this wallet, you will be able to like connect to Magic Eden on all four chains at the same time, like instantaneously. So you don't have to do this like connect, disconnect, switch chains. This very, very like jarring experience. So all of that like took a, a quite a long time um, to put together, like a, a lot of hours in the gym, uh, if if you could so, so say. But I really feel like with 20, 2024, we really have put so many so many of these things in place, and now it's really a good time for us to accelerate. And that's you know the story of how diamonds really started. That the diamonds thing is really about okay, we've got some of these building blocks in place, but now's the time to go and reward and recognize the community that made us wh what we are today, and also help us accelerate our progress towards that. So you know that kind of capped off the, the genesis and motivation of of, of the diamond announcements uh, uh, earlier this week. No, and I, I think that was a really good way to kind of loop everything in there. You mentioned the wallet. You mentioned what it is cross-chain wise and going to different chains, how to get people involved, the bridging, everything else on that, I guess kind of to pivot into the wallet, it's really interesting because right now I know the wallet's in beta, correct? So it's we've been seeing a lot of campaigns from the Magic Eden side. They've been crushing social media, sharing beta codes. When exactly is the full wallet going live? I think you're on mute if you're talking. He's probably at the zoo. They has bad reception on, on some of the zoo sites they're scouting. Run... I'm very bullish on this lack of reception myself. This is a... Dude, if they buy a zoo, I'm going to be so happy. I'll be I bullish. I did have a quick question for them. Have they thought about adopting a naming convention? So then 
I can use Coinbase to send to Manny.Magic and then it auto routes whatever currency I'm sending. So then I don't have to fiddle with addresses and stuff like that. Well, Manny, we should probably let him. It's a really good question, question, to be honest. But yeah. uh, I think Jack may have rugged. So I think we're going to have to we have table a Q, that one. We have a few of questions now. Yes. Yeah. So now we'll, there's actually we'll table a it and get an analyst on it, dude. Yeah. We'll, we'll add it to an air table. We'll circle back on it. Um, I know we still have Liz up here. So let's dive over real quick and see if, uh, if Liz can answer any of these questions. Hey. Uh, hey. Uh, yeah, wallet. Uh, it, it'll, it'll be coming out soon. Um, a lot sooner than people think. We just have a few finishing touches put on it. Um, but yeah, there should be something coming out from the team with regards to the date pretty soon. Was it coming yeah, out? Before? I got a code for the wallet, though. Uh, you actually gave it to me. I appreciate that. But see, what happened was, um, you know, I forgot the password already. So I went to, I didn't do anything with it. So I, I went to delete the wallet because I went, hey, let me just make another one because I didn't even use it. And now I need another code. He's wasting so codes. My, uh, Liz, don't give them anymore. They're no, deflationary. Bad, bad brothers is just wasting them. Wait, Vo, quick, quick follow up. You said soon. Is it coming out before my birthday? Uh, when is your birthday? You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so, Bo, I have a, an actual magic eating question. Wait, when's He's... your birthday? Okay. March 20th, guys. Come on. How do you not know Bunny's birthday? Thank you, shrimp. Wait, is it actually? Yes. Yeah, the wallet will be out by then. Wow. All right. Was there another question? We got someone? Jack back. Oh yeah, Jasper. Thank God, that was that was stressful. Oof. All right. Well, Yo, I'm okay. back. Sorry. Oh. Fuck. Yo, that was like intergalactic uh, communication. Yeah, sorry. Did I? Yeah, must have dropped out. No, all good. We were just asking when wallet. Um, Vo had answered that, said soon, and before Bunny's birthday, which turns out is March twentieth. So, yeah, nice, we learned. Nice. We learned something. Nice, nice. Great. So I guess the other thing too, are you guys planning to have mobile functionality for the wallet? I know right now it's desktop and even browser-based. The browser-based is really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Mobile is definitely a call on the roadmap. We're trying to push it out in uh, Q2, uh, just kind of uh, playing some Tetris uh, with some um, yeah, with, 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 with some resourcing and stuff, but mobile is going to be really huge. And we fundamentally think that like, you know, the market lacks like an NFT-first, cross-chain-first wallet that's uh, really, really good on mobile. Number one, if you think about it, like, I mean, the world is already on mobile, but uh, most of crypto is not on mobile. Secondly, I would actually think that, like, the NFT space is just as complex and just as vibrant, or if not more than most parts of crypto already. Like, today on Magic Eden, we swap, I think, over 70,000 collections, whereas on fungible tokens, there's only, like, I don't know, a few thousand, right, in coin market cap. But most wallets treat fungible tokens as the first class citizen and we really want to showcase a mobile like nft first experience that makes like trading and collecting nfts really really seamless on mobile no that's awesome and i think that's a big piece of it i think a lot of people underestimate how much of a mobile presence solana has in general uh you tend to and that's actually kind of what led to a lot of its success in early 2021 late 20 early 22 late 21 the other thing i guess i'm like curious about some of the functionality in the wallet how exactly is it going to play into rewards, if anything at all? I think, um, yeah, that's a really, really good question. So I think there's like a macro kind of like philosophy point of view. And then there is, a, you know, like some features and stuff. 
So diamonds will definitely come into the wallet. So that would just be a, a thing that's on the roadmap. And that's more like around specific features. And that would be to help reward specific um, types of engagement inside the wallet. But I think like the more macro view was when we looked at like a lot of these rewards programs, yes, folks like, you know, what there, there will always be an element of farming, like, you know, playing games, having fun on these things, that's to be expected. But then like we actually saw a lot of, you know, things in the ecosystem where, yeah, some folks will pull out like industrial scale uh, farming uh, operations, right? Uh, and that that's, that actually is, is something that we want to kind of um, curtail because and address because ultimately that actually takes away the reward allocation that can go to other like uh, members of the community uh, at the end of the day a lot of these things is just a fixed pool so what this wallet is really about is underlying our philosophy is like how do we reward like true believers organic true long-term believers in magic eden and we, what we want to do is actually explain okay here's our mission here's our strategy here's the product set that would go and manifest the strategy but then identify the true organic users who actually love our products and love our mission. The wallet is a really big piece of that because on the marketplace, people can just trade, right? And there is a lot of like industrial scale trading happening. That's just, that, that's just for the purpose of farming. But when you want to actually use a wallet and organically use the wallet to interact with Web3, that's like much harder to game. So we actually want to, yeah, have diamonds in the wallet at a feature level, but, you know, using the wallet as a, almost an, an additional property of how to earn diamonds. That's really important for us to, as a philosophy point of view uh, on rewards. No, it sounds real interesting here. I think that a lot of people are getting anxious and excited for it. I mean, we've seen these beta codes literally flying off the shelves at this point. We've seen a ton of people just sprinting to try to get access to the wallet, which is a great problem to have at the moment. So I'm very excited to see kind of the future state of it and where it goes from here. But I guess that also kind of makes me wonder, and I'm curious, what's, the future for Magic Eden going into 2024. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, um, there's a couple of things, and I think like this all came from learnings of 23 as well, right? I think in 23, we experimented a lot. Uh, there was a there were some things that were really core to our mission, like around expanding to cross chain with ordinals, ETH, and so on. And then we also did a lot of experimentation around like whether it's you know new open edition drops for new types of use cases like meme coins or whether it's like tokenized Pokemon cards, this kind of stuff. But in 24, I think like just with market conditions returning, I do think like in H1, it's going to be a huge focus on the core. So we only have a few, uh, we actually only have a really short list of uh, priorities. Number one is become the best in class marketplace on the chains where we already have like some traction. So that's like Sol, BTC. We also have like some horizontal features like cross chain to make that whole experience really, really nice. That's priority one. Priority two is launch on ETH. We have some really, really, um, really, really interesting ideas and really, really cool innovations that we have. We want to do there, and that's in partnership with Yuga. Uh, and number three, um, launch this wallet. That's the Chrome extension. That's the mobile app. And inside the wallet, I think you know, uh, like what I was saying before, like the wallet should actually also showcase some new things that have never been seen before when you bind like a really big decentralized app with the wallet itself. So some examples would be, you know, you should be able to instantaneously connect to all four chains of Magic Eden inside the mobile app. You should have like some really NFT first experiences that show you data analytics. Uh, you should have like diamonds, right? That, shared, that is shared between your Magic Eden like website profile and your wallet profile. So everything feels very seamless and less disjointed. 
So the wallet is the third one. And of course, number four is our rewards program, really expanding that cross chain and really making it live. So those are like four priorities. I think one thing that's also worth like mentioning, this is a, this is more like an internal thing, but actually something that, you know, I've been spending a lot of time on with our leadership. We also have like this internal priority. I think like one of the biggest learnings we had in 2023 is, you know, in, in crypto, it's very frantic. Like, things are always happening and there's always this like shiny toy syndrome. Like you want to chase something. And we found that chasing things actually fragmented our focus when we should be focusing on like some really core things that we could be getting better at. And I, we, we now have this like saying inside the company that's catching on, which is, yeah, how do you paint a really great painting? You make yourself a really great painter and then just paint naturally. And the whole point of 2024 is like actually focusing on ourselves, getting our internal like communications, operations, all of that kind of stuff in order. And I think that will actually feed into all of the four priorities I said earlier and make the results really, really show and really, really shine as well. No, that's huge. And I know Bad Brothers has a question here. Bad Brothers, what's going on? Uh, yeah, on the wallet, can you use a ledger? Yes, that's right. Yes, you will. Um, it won't be uh, at general availability. Like at the first version, ledger will not be uh, will not be supported, but we're like in the progress of building that right now with Exodus and it will be a really fast follow afterwards. And uh, we're actually going to put together some um, uh, some cool co-marketing with Ledger itself uh, around that feature. Yeah. No, that's big. That's good to hear. Uh, I guess kind of next thing on that would be with the marketplace cross-chain functionality, et cetera, I know the ETH marketplace has been kind of a question of interest for a lot of people. What's kind of the timeline on that? When when should people kind of be anticipating that? I know Bunny's excited because obviously the Yuga tease of that at Eight Fest was a big thing. But I am Pump definitely my bag, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know it's um it's coming soon. That's all I'll say. It's really, really coming soon. I think um we're like very, very well on track on on delivering that. I think um the story there is I mean, ETH is kind of the origin chain of NFTs. And I think the user expectation for the experience is really, really high. So there is a lot of like details that we want to work through. And of course, the other key piece of the marketplace is, is royalty respecting, right, on our Magic Eden listings. And so that does require a lot of like smart contract protocol level uh, innovation, which we're, you know, partnering with um, Limit Break on. One of those things is, I mean, there's two things there. I think, like, number one, like, a lot of folks know our story on, on, on Solana with optional royalties and stuff. We definitely had to, like, do a lot of ups and downs. But eventually, I really felt like we bet on the right side of history, right? Like, our position was always, hey, like, if there is a protocol level, like, strong protocol level solution to, uh, to royalties on Sol, we'll support that and we'll actually support that to be pushed out. And we think that will be the right, like, long-term uh, solution for the industry and also like we can absolutely see that play out like pnfts is now the industry standard but the key here, here is that the protocol protection has to be robust it has to be survive against gaming uh, of this of this solution so that's why like work is taking a bit longer on ease to make sure that we cover off all the angles uh, in partnership uh, uh, with limit break so yeah that's kind of the story there no, that's awesome. So definitely awesome to hear everyone you're working with and kind of what's been going on behind the scenes for that event inevitable rollout here. Chad, what's going on? Hey, thanks, Easy. Uh, yeah, Jack, I mean, a lot of us have been using Magic Eden since day dot and just love to hear some more about that retroactive rewards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think um, 
um, so number one, like huge, huge, huge thanks uh, to all of our uh, supporters and for using it from day dot. I was actually, um, we were actually talking about the retroactive edge, uh, edge diamond airdrop uh, yesterday, and I started bringing out some of these old like versions of Magic Eden. I was like, holy fuck, like, yeah, things have really changed a lot uh, since then. Um, and yeah, also lived through a lot. So I think Retroactive Diamond Airdrop is coming on February 2nd. The team is really grinding away, just putting all the finishing touches on it. I think the philosophy of that airdrop is, yeah, people should feel good and people should really feel like, wow, they got justly rewarded. So we actually are running all the numbers to make sure that, hey, we can deliver that kind of feeling. That is what success is for us. And then, yeah, there's a bunch of like nitty gritty details about like what those, what, how that's going to work and all of this kind of stuff. But yeah, I kind of want to keep a little bit of mystery and surprise uh, for on the day itself. But definitely the philosophy there is to, yeah, make sure that all of our OGs and early day supporters feel like, yeah, they, they were justly recognized uh, and fairly rewarded uh, for all of their early support. And we definitely absolutely recognize that, yeah, we couldn't be here without you guys. So, no, that's perfect. Profits, you got something? Just a quick one. Thank you for the, the time. What's up, Jack? Congrats on everything. Um, from year one, uh, Magic Eden to now, um, and I love that you said that there was a time where you guys were focused on all these different things, and um, that takes a lot of a lot to to admit and share and change and pivot. So I guess year one, Magic Eden to now, what would you say the the focus is now that you've realized? Let's just stay in our own lane. We we got this shit. Because let's be real, everybody thought Open Sea was the end all be all, um, and I think even you guys at one point were, were like, oh, are we going to be able to beat them out? And clearly you, you beat them out the water. And so I guess I want to know, year one now, uh, is, has anything changed as far as the focus uh, for you as a, as a founder and overall the company? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. Um, so from like the early days to now, what, yeah, what, what's changed? Is that the question? Pretty much, yeah, focus-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, uh, that's, such a, that's such a great question. Um, Okay, so I, I won't. I try not to like kind of wax poetic uh, for too long on this, but I think like, um, I think number one, like this, um, it's kind of like shiny object syndrome, uh, and this uh, franticness. I think that's a really big like mentality and internal change. Not just for me. I mean, it starts with me as the co-founder CEO of Magiedon, but also the whole Magiedon organization. I think like. Part of that is like stepping back, Magic Eden, we're just under two and a half years old. So still pretty young uh, in the relative grand scheme of things. And it's true, when we were really small, uh, you know, there's a lot of OGs, uh, OG Magic Eden users on the space. But when we were small, we were fucking paranoid. You know, just have to be very honest about that. I thought I was going to die like every two days, right? And when you are that paranoid, you become very frantic. Like you want to chase new things. And you don't have as much conviction about your own strength. And it took a while for us to get that out of our system. And I think in 2023 was when we really started getting that out of our system. And I actually remember on this, like I actually remember talking to Fred Urson, the, uh, one of the co-founders of Coinbase, uh, founders of Paradigm, who's our investor. And they invested in Magic Eden because they think our execution is really good. But then he said, hey, like you guys should probably just be a little less paranoid. That's not good. And I, I actually remember that early on when he said that to me, I said, dude, what, like, you don't know the NFT game, man. Like, I don't think it's your, it's kind of like, it's, you, you know, you don't, you don't really know what I have to live through to like, tell me that. 
But after all of this, two and a half years on, I actually think he was right. And I think he had a lot of wisdom. And that wisdom came from obviously building two massively successful businesses, uh, Coinbase and Paradigm. So I think that's number one learning. I think number two learning is the strat, like the strategy and vision itself. I fundamentally think that like our cross-chain uh, vision is correct, but obviously uh, a lot of soul people will know like Magic Eden received a lot of FUD for doing this, especially in 23 in the depth of the bear market. But I actually think, you know, the FUD was right uh, that we received, but the FUD was because we were executing cross-chain really badly. Like the product was kind of kind of shit. Uh, but now I actually think that I don't receive any of that kind of complaints and it's mainly because we improved the experience a lot uh, around cross-chain and it's actually going to get even better uh, from now on. And then the third thing I would say is that right now, like Magi Eden, we're not just a single cross-chain strategy. We have a double cross-chain strategy because our marketplace is cross-chain and our wallet is cross-chain. And I, I like have very, very deep conviction that's the right thing to do. And the reason for that is this. Um, and this is all like, you know, shit that I, I had to learn and figure out and make a lot of mistakes, you know, over the years. But I have very, very deep conviction that's the right thing. And why is that? I think like number one, fundamentally building like a decentralized app, there's like really one really fucked up aspect of it. The really one really fucked up aspect of it is like anyone, any small team can come and token vamp you. And that is like extremely makes your life like extremely frantic and makes it's very, very distracting. And the good thing about cross-chain is that, well, NFT today is already like a multi-chain thing. So the market is already multi-chain. But if you are spread over many chains, you're fundamentally much more resilient as a company and your product. Very few people can token vamp Magic Eden across four chains. And later on, very few people can token vamp Magic Eden across four chains on two products, the marketplace and the wallet itself. So that kind of stuff gives us peace to then really pursue things for the long term. And that like, foundation like took us a long time to realize but now like we have all the pieces and we're executing towards it and the user feedback around our products is pretty positive i have like more conviction than ever that, that this is the right path it's almost a bit like last thing i'll say this yeah I, i'll get off my soapbox but like it's almost a bit like if you follow the centralized exchange space in um 2013 tw like uh, not like 2015 there were a lot of huge centralized exchanges, but it was not clear whether they should be single token or not. So like, I don't know, how, you know if folks here remember, but like, I mean, Coinbase was very much like a Bitcoin maxi centralized exchange for a long time. And they were very slow to listing ETH. They thought ETH was stupid, right? And at that time, there was like centralized exchanges like Zappo, XAPO, massive at that time, huge, right? Kingmakers. But then they also bet on like single asset. And I think like those kind of, but then like the real winners like Binance, um, you know, a lot of the Asian exchanges, like the, these kind of, and then, you know, Coinbase later on pivoted to basically listing everything. Those kind of strategies, I think like took like some fundamental thought. And for Magic Eden, like us doing cross-chain and then us now doing double cross-chain on the marketplace and wallet. I think those are like some fundamental things that we realized. And yeah, I have a lot of conviction that, the, that that's going to be successful. No, and I think so as well. I think that's kind of like the biggest thing here is you guys bet on the cross-chain functionality. Came at a time when a lot of people were almost unsure of it, and yet doubling down on that conviction really set Magic Eden apart. I mean, now obviously controlling the Ordinals market, dominating on Solana, absolutely crushing everything that's been going on with Polygon, and everything else that's kind of been happening here. So it's it's been absolutely incredible to see. Shrimp, you got a question here. I know we only got a couple minutes left. 
No, I was just going to say, like, from just a statement perspective, like, what, how I can always put it is, like, when you look at it from a marketplace standpoint, like, you know, we got, like, three, really. It's Magic Eden, Tenzer, and Sniper. But from a user, like, and especially, like, my buddy I brought to Basil from Web2, uh, Web Magic Eden's, like, marketplace, being able to go see it and, like, actually listings and collections and stuff like that. I like, 10 times better than the others because like Tenzer is definitely much more pushed for like a trading aspect. Cause I showed my buddy this stuff and he said magic Eden's looked better. So like, it's just from like an, like, you know, when you go shopping on Amazon, it looks, it's nice, neat, easy to find your shit. But then Matt, and like, that's how I kind of compare with the whole marketplace perspective. And it's just more of a comment and a statement. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Um, my co-CEO, <laughs> but yeah, I, know, we were... I, I had such a, you know, input on that, uh, how we built this. It was great. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate that. Like maybe, um, one last, like, just add on that. I, I think that's really, um, spot on. Like, I think like one, it, it really takes like one thing that we talk about building product in Magic Eden is like, it takes more work to build something simple. You know, I, I wrote this tweet. It didn't get a lot of traction because yeah, probably wax poetic. But, you know, there's this really good saying that I like. I heard from Mark Twain, like a really famous writer. He said, yeah, if I had more time, I would have written you a shorter letter. And I think that logic applies. Like, if you really want to build something great for a lot of people and onboard millions of people into Web3, hopefully billions, it has to feel simple. It has to feel easy to grok. And most people, when they come to crypto, it's already too fucking complicated. It's like, no one wants to hear about consensus algorithm X, you know, or like, optimism you know like technology y right like or roll up you know technology z it's really really complicated the work is actually how to make it simple so yeah thank you so much for for recognizing that no and i think we're going to continue to see you guys innovate which is awesome jack one last thing i know we're at time here any closing thoughts anything you want to leave the audience with about magic eden anything else that you want people to take away from this uh, anywhere that they can go to get beta access codes to the wallet, because I know that's something I've been seeing the comments fill up with. A lot of people still want access and are eager and excited about it. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> wallet beta codes. So many folks on the team. Yeah, please hit up Vo. Um, no, I, do, I think just thoughts from us is like, number one, like, thank you so much for the support. Like, crypto is crazy. Like, where startup uh, working shit out is also kind of crazy. Definitely took a lot of S-bands, but could have been here could have become where we are today without everyone's support and number two is like keep the feedback coming right like we have this saying of like being one percent better every day we know like the bar is really high to meet everyone's expectations so please keep the feedback coming keep it open keep it honest and then we'll do our best to address them and number three you know like the whole point of this week and next week as well is all about rewarding uh you know our, our supporters so i hope you guys have fun we put a lot of thought into it and again, if you have some more thoughts on how we can improve around all of that rewards stuff, please, uh, please DM me as well. So yeah, very, very grateful and very, very thankful. Any zoo alpha? God damn it, MVP. <laughs> no zoo alpha, man. No zoo alpha. All right, not yet is what he's saying. But that's going to do it for today's episode. We're back again Monday, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Jack, thank you for your time. Vote, thank you for pulling up to the space as well. Appreciate all the insight, all the alpha, all the information around Magic Eden. Appreciate everyone tuning in per usual, and we will catch you first thing Monday.